Hey Hustlers, welcome back to another episode on the Girl Hustle Project. I hope that you are doing well and you are having a great Monday if you're listening to this on the day it posted. If not, I hope you're having a great day, whatever day it is that you are listening. Um, These past few weeks, I mean, we've had a lot of downtime and if you're anything like me, you've turned to cleaning everything in your space. (laughs) I have been going through my closets and my dressers and I've just been basically getting rid of everything that no longer serves me or brings value or no longer fits me. And as I was going through my own stuff, if I hadn't worn it in a year, it was gone. If I had forgot I had it, it was gone. Um, I used to be a serious hoarder, not like I need therapy hoarding, but more of a, what if I get invited to a yacht party and I need this dress and boat shoes? but it actually sat in my closet for years. So I just was getting rid of everything and it felt so good to just clean out my space. And after I cleared out and started cleaning things in my car, my house, and I was running out of things to clean, um, I looked around and decided to sit down and spend the next hour doing a major detox. And it's been the most powerful detox I've ever done. And no, it doesn't require lemons. Um, But I wanted to bring you this episode today specifically because I feel so strongly about doing this type of detox. And it's a detox that it's uncomfortable. Um, It may offend others, but it's so important for your health. And this detox consists of deleting, removing, blocking people on Facebook, Instagram, in your phone contacts, basically revoking access that people in your life have had that you no longer want them to have. And I'm telling you, once you do this detox, it's going to be the best you ever have felt. So if you've been thinking about doing this for a while, I want you to do it. And I want you to listen to this episode first if you've been feeling a little bit hesitant or nervous about doing it. And I hope that with my experiences and what I'm about to share with you today, you will have the confidence to take this next step in detoxing your life. Um, I'm telling you, it felt so good to go through and do this. It felt as good as taking a shower and changing your socks after a three-day camping trip. I used to think that if my circle was really big, it would be better. I thought that if I had thousands of, air quote, friends, the stronger I'd be. And gosh, it is so the opposite. So when I sat down to do this, I carefully thought as I looked at each account and profile before I took away their VIP access and roped them off from my life. And once I took a look at the people I chose to stay, I smiled and felt really good about who I've continued to allow have access because they bring value to my life and make me feel appreciated and loved. I think of this type of detox like picking your dream team. Who can you trust and fully depend on to help you win every day and support you with your goals? Who's got your back? Who's not going to make you doubt yourself? Who's not going to bring or cause drama? Who is going to clap for you with every move that you make? Then you can look around and clearly see who isn't serving you, who isn't supporting you, who doesn't deserve to have a starting position on your team or courtside seats to the show. You're the team captain of your life and you are in control of who's there alongside you. And I take this topic so seriously because I've had so many instances in my life this past year where I've thought, 
life is so short and time is way too precious to waste on petty things. And that's made me very unapologetic about the moves that I now make in my life. Because for a long time, I didn't think I had control or options to add and remove people. I thought if anyone stumbled into my life, they got VIP access. And I'm telling you, that does not have to be the case. And I realized this about seven months ago. So this has been a new mental thing that I've come across, but it's taken me about seven months since figuring this out to really put it into practice. And I didn't actually put it into practice until last week. And I have to tell you, it's been the most freeing thing to know that I am 100% in control of who I let into my life and affect me. And this topic came to me and I realized that I really needed to do this because I had a conversation with a friend who was really struggling with feeling accepted in her circle of so-called friends. And I just thought, if you aren't feeling accepted or you're constantly feeling like you have to prove something or they're judging you or making you hesitant about what you should post, am I going to offend somebody? These people are not friends. So I'm going to loosely quote this. An entire sea of water can't sink a ship unless it gets inside the ship. Similarly, the negativity of the world can't put you down unless you allow it to get inside you. So we know that's valid. A ship can't sink unless water gets in. Like negativity, unless you allow those thoughts or negative people in, you can be unsinkable if you don't allow them in. But beyond that, if you allow people in your life that don't lift you up, they're going to drown you. So with that said, you control your feed. You control who can contact you. You control who you let be in your circle. Just because you receive a text or a message or a phone call does not mean you have to respond or react. So the biggest thing is once you have realized this, you don't need to apologize for removing people or accounts from your life that don't make you feel your best or inspire you to feel your best. You are in control of that. I had a girl a couple months back comment on one of my workout posts on Instagram and she said, Every time you post something like this, it just makes me feel more depressed. And I just thought, okay, well, why the heck are you even following me then? Here, let me help you out. And, and I'm pretty sure right after that, I just blocked her. Because if I'm not serving you, you're not serving me with your negativity. So I remove it. I take action without hesitation. Because a lot of people don't know that they have the control to do that. If somebody is not serving you with positivity, you don't have to allow it to be there. And I understand that this is a really hard thing for most people to do. And you know, I, I, I used to be that way too, but I actually hear this quite a bit from people now from my past who have known me for years. And they say, wow, Christy, you've changed. And seriously, it's the best compliment I've ever received. I'm like, thank you. I've been working on myself because I struggled so hard in junior high, in high school, in college trying so hard to seek everyone's approval. And gosh, like, I love that I'm no longer the girl I was 10 years ago or even a year ago because I'm constantly striving to grow and evolve. And I realize that not everybody else in my life feel the same way. Not everybody else wants to grow and evolve. So I used to really struggle with change because I thought, 
I am who I am. Well, you know, if they're not changing, maybe I shouldn't be changing. And it's just not the case. You can be anyone you want to be. And now I really embrace change and I try to support people in them making changes in their lives because you're, you're not stuck. You aren't stuck. You can make moves right now. You really can. Your past is not a life sentence. If you want to change and be better, you can be. And I, I'm proud of who I am. And I'm not ashamed to say that because I fought so hard to let go of my past and really move into the girl I want to be. And if anything, I can't tell you enough how possible it is to change and be exactly the person you want to be. And you can be her unapologetically. And to me, that's stepping into a role where the limiting beliefs I had about myself or that other people were putting on me or who I thought I had to be to fit into the world's mold, I no longer have to cap myself at that. And many of us, and I want to say especially women, is that typically by nature, our goal is to please everyone, make people happy, not do anything or make moves that will offend others. And for a personality type like mine, where I do like to be in control of everything, I'm trying to be better about this, but when you're trying so hard to make other people happy, and when you don't understand why you've offended somebody or whatever, it can drive you freaking crazy. And I'm naturally the type of person who wants to have closure and you you don't always get that in life. And so that's been something I've had to accept too as I've made changes. Not everybody is going to like that I've made changes within myself. And I used to worry so much about trying not to offend other people. And I don't mean like being rude on purpose, but always wondering what people think of me and if they like me. And I lived that way for such a long time. And I doubted every move I made because I wanted to make sure I was liked by everyone. And it was a losing game I was in, living in a, I want to make everybody happy mindset. It's a life you will, you'll never win at. You'll never feel like you're enough. You never will. Because I learned very, very quickly once I entered the online world, the bigger you get, the bigger the target you are. And if you can't learn to live with not being liked, you'll never make it long under the microscope of critics out there. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of critics out there. I call them movie critics. Um, And I know that I'm teeny, teeny, tiny in comparison to a lot of social media influencers and celebrities and all that kind of stuff. But I still face what, like I called movie critics every single day. You know, they're the ones who are quick to give their opinion, not considering that there are feelings on the other side of their comments. The words they think that I won't see, but I do. And I used to really let them affect me because I spent the last two years pouring my heart and soul into my programs and coaching and content. And when someone I don't know says, I'm not good enough for them, I, I couldn't understand why and I would obsess about it and just try to make things right and feel like I had to earn their approval and, you know, whatever. Or in my own marriage, when I always felt like I wasn't enough or good enough for him, I couldn't understand what I was doing wrong or what was wrong with me. 
or because I'm in health and fitness, the pressure to feel like I had to look a certain way, especially when I was competing. So when I post pictures of my physique for someone to comment and say they'd never want to look like me because I have muscle, man, that used to hurt my feelings because I'd be like, you have no idea how hard I've worked for this. But now I just, when that happens, I kind of take the Arnold Schwarzenegger approach. When someone says, man, I would never want to look like you, I just kind of think, well, don't worry, you probably won't. <laughs> and so just with light humorness like that, you have to take that approach or you will let every negative thought penetrate you. And it doesn't have to be that way. Or even when I'm on YouTube and if somebody comments how ugly I am, I'm just like, it's all good. You don't have to watch our videos. There's no rules that say you have to see my face anymore. Like, it's okay. You don't have to click. Um, but after a couple of years of this, you really just start to accept this very single fact. You will never be enough for the wrong person. And vice versa, the wrong people will never be enough for you. And there's a, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but there's there was, there was a Kevin Hart special uh, where it goes behind the scenes of his life and um, a lot of the drama that he's faced as a comedian in his career, in the in his own scandals that he's been, you know, a part of. And I seriously couldn't even imagine being on that type of scale of microscope that he's under and the amount of criticism he faces. But there was a story he talked about driving down the street and some lady yells at him through his car window and she says, when are you going to be funny again? And he replies, well, you know, I thought my last movie I was pretty funny in. And she had said something, I can't remember exactly what she said, but basically told him that she didn't like his style anymore and, or, you know, whatever. And people like that who are so quick to judge and criticize, I'm always in the back of my mind saying, I'd really like to see you do better. You know, if you've got some criticism to say, I'd like to see you try. Be on that level and try to make everyone laugh without offending anybody and do it over and over. And I think no differently about what I do, even on YouTube or even this podcast. I always think, okay, that's your opinion. I'd like to see you do it. Sit down in front of a camera and try to entertain or educate. Sit down and try to create content that's going to serve everyone and make everyone happy. It is impossible. It's so impossible to do when before that was what I thought I needed to do. I overthought, I overanalyzed every move that I made because I just thought, what if somebody doesn't like it? And I just had to get to a point where not everybody's going to like me and that's okay. And not everybody's going to like you either. I love the, I had a friend tell me that her mom used to always tell her their opinion is none of your business. And I loved that. I loved that. Because I'm totally cool with structured feedback, but if it's just to be a jerk, it honestly just becomes words. And it's like, okay, I'm not your person and I'm fine with it. Your opinion is not my business. It's cool. And once I realized this, a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders and I thought, it's okay. I'm not the person, friend, coach, partner for everyone. And I stopped wasting so much energy trying to make everyone like me or go above and beyond to seek approval and started putting all that energy that I was trying to make people like me. And I took that energy and I put it toward the circle of people and clients who do like me and serve them so much better and show up better for them. 
So when I thought, okay, if someone can be so quick, going back to the detox, if someone can be so quick and unapologetic to tell me that I'm not enough for them, why, why couldn't I detox my own life? I'm not saying to like go out and be like, okay, you suck and I don't like you. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, why couldn't I unapologetically place barriers in my own life and position people in my life? I actually want to be there. And by doing that, I can protect my energy so I can channel it where it serves me and others best. So last week when I went through my entire friends list on Facebook, and if I hadn't spoken to someone in the past year, if I ran across someone I didn't even know, if I saw someone I didn't want access to my personal life anymore, I removed them without hesitation. When before I'd be like, oh, well, what if they see I removed them as a friend? Are they going to feel bad? And now I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> I, I even removed contacts and blocked phone numbers on my phone from people I don't want to hear from anymore. And a lot of this has to do with my, my past life and my marriage and everything like that, where I just, my life is so different from what it was five years ago, 10 years ago, that I'm not allowing people VIP access in my life anymore if you haven't been in my life. I unfollowed people on Instagram that no longer gave me inspiration even when I started following them 10 years ago. So now when I open up Facebook or Instagram or on my phone, I know what I'll expect to see within my personal circle because all day long, I'm talking to people in my DMs, I don't know, I'm answering questions about my programs or facing criticism, whatever it is, it's exhausting. But now within my own circle, I feel safe and loved and appreciated, even within my own coaching circle, because I'm surrounded by people who bring value to my life and support me. No drama, nothing fake, because I don't allow that in my life anymore. I don't even entertain it. If I see any drama starting to stir, I immediately remove myself from it. And I'm not scared to stand up for myself at all. Not anymore. So is this approach I am taking going to offend people? I don't know. Again, their opinion is none of my business. But since doing that, I feel the power and energy of having a small circle. And it's so incredible because the people I want in my life, they've got my back. And I had the power to do that. And so do you. Why should I allow or you allow someone access into your life if they don't serve or bring any value? Because you should surround yourself with people in your life that you want there. And the people who you don't want in your life or I don't want in my life, don't allow them access. It's that simple. And you can do it unapologetically because this is your life. And I know that may come off harsh, but I think more people should start using the delete and block button. I told my dad yesterday, who's a little newer to the social media platform, that the delete button is my favorite button. If it doesn't bring me value or inspire me to be better, I unfollow, delete, whatever I need to do to protect my energy, I do it. Even if it's people who used to bring that to me, if they no longer do, then bye Felicia. Or if people are negative towards me, I'm just like, bye. You don't have to be here. I feel the same way for you too. If there ever comes a time that I'm no longer bringing value to you, I'm not offended by it if you unfollow me. It's okay. 
I believe every person plays a role in life and is there for a season or maybe even a few seasons, but not everyone is meant to stay in your life. And one of the biggest things that I have worked on that has changed so much within myself is that knowing that I'm a good person. I know that my purpose is to make impact. So if someone doesn't like me or like what I'm doing, that's not in my control. But it's not going to stop me from showing up and doing what I'm doing or I feel like I need to be doing. So I've adopted this attitude of get on my team or get out of my way. And I just don't let those negative thoughts enter and sink my ship. Not anymore. Not anymore. So my challenge for you today with cleaning out your closet is to start building your own dream team. Revoke access to people who have had a courtside seat delete, block, do what you have to do to surround yourself with positivity and inspiration and don't allow people into your life that you don't want there. If your goal is to grow and be your best self, I cannot emphasize enough how important your circle needs to be filled with supporters in order for you to accomplish this. And equally so, don't allow water into your ship. Don't allow people in your life to talk you out of your goals just because they gave up on their own. So whatever it is you're facing, you are in control. You're totally in control. You are your team captain. Build your dream team. Be selective of who you give VIP access and don't be afraid to revoke it. And be unapologetic about choosing you. And just remember, everything you need to succeed and to be happy is already inside you. Until next time, hustlers. Fun,